You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What, it's a police box. What on earth is he doing here? I mean, these things are usually on the street. I feel it. I feel it, you feel it? Hey, vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Who, the fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. You're probably a bit confused right now. I broke the glass. It's all come back to me. This. What is this? That's my ship. Let me take it from the top. Hello. I'm the doctor. I'm a traveler in space and time. And that thing buried down there is called a TARDIS. Time and relative dimension in space. You're gonna love this. Hey there, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Earth Station Who podcast. That's right, folks. We are back, and this time we are looking at Chapter 4 of Doctor Who Flux, and we are ready for the Village of the Angels. Oh, boy. This was a very, very roller coaster, you could say, or it was it was interesting. And I'm going to be very excited to talk to our crew tonight about this one. As soon as I watched it, it's like, God, eight o'clock needs to get here. I need to talk to these folks about Doctor Who. Oh, and speaking of Doctor Who, happy anniversary for Doctor Who. It is the 58th anniversary of Doctor Who. And we're getting closer, folks. 60th is only two years away. So, Doctor Who's looking pretty good for 58, you know? Those who are those of us who are closing in on 58 say, you know, notice that too. It's we're not going to comment on which one of us, but it's it's okay. It's okay. So, you know, I just very excited about it and it just happens that the recording date that we're doing tonight didn't unintentionally, of course, falls on the 23rd of November, which is a very very special day. And it's actually hard to believe that eight years ago we had the 50th anniversary special on this date. And that was just pretty amazing. It just feels like we watched it yesterday. But, you know, time flies when you're having fun or as we like to say, wibbly wobbly time. You know, you know how it goes. We definitely would love to hear from you guys at home. Please write us feedback at com, and, you know. Tell us what you thought about this episode. Tell us what you've been thinking about Dr. Who Flux. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. And also, while you're doing that, leave us five stars. You know, as we like to say, wherever you listen to a podcast, please rate us. Leave feedback. You know, we're everywhere you can find good podcasts. Earth Station Who is there also. So as we like to say, please listen to us. Please tell your friends about us. If you have any friends who are Dr. Who fans... Tell them about us. We're doing pretty decent at reviews. Our numbers are way up because it's new Doctor Who. And, you know, more the merrier, as we like to say. And speaking of more than the merrier, we have a couple guests with us tonight. First, returning after quite some time, Rob Levy's here. Welcome, Rob. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, it's it's been way too long. How you been? I've been good. How are you? Oh, crazy, 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 crazy. We both were at DragonCon. We didn't even see each other this last time. 
but you know what? That's okay. Cause I kind of figured that was the story with a lot of people and I'm not holding it against anybody. No, so. but it's good to see you. I'm glad you're up. Yeah, here. it's great. It's great to see you. I'm glad you're doing well. Yep. And also returning to the show is Matt Sweatman. Matt, welcome hey, back to the station. Hey, how is everybody? Good. I, we actually just saw you last weekend, actually. We got to go yes. see Ben Foltz with you. Great show. Great show. Oh, it was. And I'm going to ask both of you guys this now. We've been asking everybody, what has your thoughts been on Dr. Flux so far since we're now four episodes in? <laughs> Don't talk about tonight, but your thoughts the first three episodes. Rob first. Oh, Jill, thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, I want to predicate this by saying I don't think it's fair to necessarily judge it as a full body of work yet because we don't know the ending. Right. Well, that's why we're uh, not. We're I not, love. We're not. I love we're not rating it at all. I know. No, I just mean in terms of. I'm, I'm a little guarded with my opinion of it because I don't know the payoff yet. But I really like the fact that there's an ongoing narrative rather than a bunch of really short, slapdash finished kind of stories. I can't believe how dense they all are. Um, and there's a lot that they're throwing at us and it reminds me a lot of when, um, the Haiti of Babylon five was when you were like, almost had a, um, you know, a little char- a flow chart of who everybody was and where they were going and how were they connected to who, um, I kind of like that. So for the most part, Jody's been terrific. John Bishop is amazing. I think John Bishop's been my favorite thing about the season. And, um, I, there's part, you know, there's parts of it I have issues with, and there's things that I don't. But I think overall it's been entertaining, and I think its its goal is to keep fans watching and keep fans entertaining and to keep us guessing, and it's doing that. That's totally fair. I like that, Matt. What about you? Uh, I can pretty much echo what Rob says. Plus, uh, I went into this thinking, okay, we got six hour long episodes, um, and of course that's the equivalent of twelve half hour episodes. So this is basically the Chibnall master plan. Okay, that's and, true. And um, but yes, it's been a roller coaster. The first three episodes, at least two of them were very chaotic, kind of hard to follow. I, I hope it all comes together. They they need multiple rewatchings. I think um, the uh, Santaran one was sort of standalone-ish, relatively speaking, and that one I think held up the best. So hopefully this all gels together. I'm gonna definitely rewatch every episode back to back to back once it all ends and see how it all holds together. No, I agree with that completely. It'll be very interesting to see where it goes. And we've been trying, you know, piece by piece and wondering, like you said, you did it really well. Chibnall's master plan. That's a really good way to put it. And let's just hope he doesn't like end like two yards from the end zone. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid of that. <laughs> and of course, we have our regulars with us. Let's welcome back, of course, Ms. Mary Ogle. Hi, everybody. It's fantastic to be here. And Mr. Michael Gordon. Howdy. How are you, my friend? Peachy keen. Ready for some Who Talk. I am I am ready and willing and able. Well, we've mentioned, you know, at the beginning of the show that, you know, it is Doctor Who's anniversary. And so the news here on the anniversary, actually, two big pieces of news, actually, we got confirmation that there is going to be a New Year's special this year. That is one of the three specials, which we kind of predicted. And it's interesting, Matt, you were telling us, you know, that they've announced who some of the guests are going to be on it. 
Yes, we're very excited. There's a very Irish flair to the guest cast in the New Year special. Um, and I can't remember the, the lady's name. She's in a show, uh, I believe it's called The Way Back, um, or This Way Up. I'm sorry, This Way Up It's the name of the uh, show. And, uh, and then we also have one of the regulars from Father Ted. And we are extremely excited to see her because it's been since the 90s since we've seen her in a regular in a TV show. So I'm really anxious to see how they blend with our regulars. Oh, it would be very interesting. Um, they also released a poster for the New Year's special, which is the TARDIS is all cracked and energy is pouring out of it in certain parts, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it could be a teaser. It could be, you know, whatever, but it's it looks interesting. And I'm wondering if it's going to be a standalone if it's going to be like how they did kind of with the David Tennant story, you know, knock three times or, you know, something like that. And I'll be very curious to see what comes about this and, you know, how, yeah, they- when I saw the uh, poster, um, you know, I, as Rob pointed out earlier, um, you know, they've been dumping a lot on us and I am not convinced and confident that uh, Chibnall is going to be able to wrap it up with just, two more episodes left. So I think some of the stuff is going to be left on the table for next year, but the three specials and one of those things, I think by looking at the, the, the poster art is what's going on with the TARDIS. Yeah. 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 It it definitely made me wonder. Yeah. I'm, I'm full on expecting at least the first one to pick up some big reveal at the end of the uh, end of the season, there'll be like a big reveal cliffhanger thing. And then that'll bleed into new years. Sure. Well, yeah. it could be something that they figure out what the flux is. They could figure out what everything's going on with the division and wrap that storyline up. But maybe what's been going on with the TARDIS continues into the specials. Yeah, I, I would, I'm thinking the division stuff is going to go to the end. Uh, personally, I think maybe swarm gets defeated at the end of these, uh, the six parter, um, and the flex too. Uh, but I think, um, there's still going to be some questions about the division and of course the TARDIS and maybe a few other things. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, uh, because I, yeah, I'm just not convinced that, I mean, he's got two episodes left at this point and I'm just like, it's yeah. a lot to wrap up. Yeah. There's a lot, like yeah. he has thrown a lot at us and I, I just don't see, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, and, and I'm critical of Jim of course. So, uh, I, I just don't see how he's going to be able to convincingly and successfully, uh, wrap that all that stuff up in two episodes and, and, you know, and then what have everything after that be standalone. That just doesn't seem to be his MO. So, yeah, I think that we're not going to necessarily get the happiest of endings in the world and it's going to be kind of odd and clunky and going into the new one. You know, I think I think it's going to get darker. I think as this thing ends, it's not going to get any better. I think we're going to get the, you know, Trenzalore on speed kind of thing going on. But hmm. well, uh, they really have to be somewhat celebratory with the uh, 100th anniversary of the BBC on the uh, 
on the regeneration episode, so they got to do something so, somewhat celebratory by then, I would yeah. think. Hey, let's celebrate. Let's have the doctor regenerate. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Let's kill, let's kill the doctor. Let's Yay! kill the doctor. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, they, they did also, um, I, the day after we recorded last week, they officially announced that the uh, last episode, last special, is going to be in autumn. It's going to, of course, they didn't give us an exact date. I, I'm sure they know it, but um, I mean, it's obvious that they know what the dates are when they're doing these these episodes. I mean, this episode, the the one that we're about to review, says like the 21st on it, like when it airs, like and the Halloween to start, like they knew exactly what they were doing. I just yeah. find it ridiculous. Oh, yeah. They just didn't they, tell us. I just figure it's so ridiculous that they wait till the last minute, like practically two weeks before, before they're like, "Hey, everybody, it's coming back on this date." Well, I think some of it is they have to clear up the worldwide. Because I think they want it all simultaneously, and I think they have to tie it up with the world markets. So I think they have to tie in Asia and you know Bulgaria or wherever the hell it is. Um, I'm wondering if it has to do with that. But I think I think there's a master list somewhere of when it's coming. Yeah. So in any case, um, uh, yeah. So we know that we're getting one in January first, and we know that we're getting one in sometime in autumn. Um, probably that you know that means that we'll probably get the the second of the three. You know, sometimes spring or early summer. Didn't they say April? I, have yeah, they, they, officially announced they, that? they said it was April around gotcha. Easter. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's great they're waiting to show the uh, autumn one for Dragon Con. Wow, is that second episode going to have a lot of Easter eggs in it? Wow. Wow. Okay, it's going to be that kind of show tonight. Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> wow. Well played. Well played. Well, I'm married to somebody who loves dad jokes, so yeah, I can. Oh, you know, but it's, but, but it's Chibnall. How many how many Easter eggs can he really know? Um, all right, I'll 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 hold off on my criticisms of Chibnall for a little while. Okay, Mike put cricket sounds in that spot right there. <laughs> Oh, I'm just happy to not be alone. Yeah, so yeah, it'll be very interesting to to see there and but yeah, um very much it's saying the transition it's just saying autumn twenty twenty two. Um I've seen one place post a date, but it's not guaranteed, so I'm not even mentioning that. So it'll be very Yeah, officially it's just autumn. It just says autumn, and that's cool. Let it be autumn. Uh I don't know. After nobody knows after that, this the episode in the autumn when if we're going to get a holiday special the next year with the 14th Doctor, or if we're going to get wait almost another year till the holiday till the 60th anniversary to be meeting the new Doctor. We don't know anything, folks. That's just that's just a fact, and you know, everything you hear right now is all rumor other than what comes from the BBC right now. So, yeah, indeed. And so, <laughs> and even that take with a grain of salt. Exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah. a big one. <laughs> Touche. Touche. There, but folks. they have the date. But they have the date on the script, ready to go. <laughs> well, exactly. So, we'll definitely check it out. Um, we also got news that a new animation is being released next, early next year, and we are looking at the second Doctor story, the Abominable Snowman. It is awesome. So we get to see, you know. Vi- Get to see wonderful screaming, wonderful Victoria again. So, huh. lots of screaming. Lots of screaming. 
And you get to see Jamie all in a parka. So for those who are excited about Jamie. So it should be very cool. Oh, yes. And I've seen like stills from it. I've heard the audio from it, but this will be, and I've read the target book, but I've never, I would love to get to see this finally. So, so it should be very interesting to see. I'm, I'm glad they're doing these animations and everything. Me too. Oh yeah. So they're working to complete the seasons for, I think future box sets. So they want to have these stories animated so they can complete the box mm-hmm. sets and streaming. Oh yeah, streaming because they're putting the animations out on BBC America streaming, which is oh, yes. pretty awesome. And because like BritBox doesn't have the animations, they have some of them, some of the earlier ones, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes so sense. They have, I don't know. It must be some sort of contract thing, but they do have some, and they don't. There's some they don't have, so it's it's kind of a toss up. Okay, that makes sense. I'll be very curious to see you know what's after this. Um, Rob, you had mentioned rumors of a couple, two other ones that are coming. Well, you know, the thing is that if you work in, in I, I, I suspect that if you work doing the animation for these, the one thing you're tired of hearing all the time is Dalek Master Plan. I would almost bet that they do two next year and Master Plan is its own big thing. At least I hope for the 60th, they do Master Plan. That would make me just peachy. Um, but there's been lots of talk about doing Celestial Toymaker. Um, because it's got fewer characters, because the, apparently there's, and I don't think this is gospel, but apparently if they have a ton of characters to animate, it makes it harder to do. Um, but they're doing, you know, Abominable Snowman with all the Yeti, so, or with all the monks, so I don't know how much to believe in that. But I think Toymaker could be coming. Uh, people keep talking about that. And then people are talking about Space Pirates again, which I think is interesting. Um, That's interesting. I think, I think you'd see Space Pirates before you'll see Highlanders. Um, just because I don't think they think that historical stories do well. I would love to see Highlander, so. Uh, yeah. Forgive me, yeah. but are all these second Doctor stories? Toymaker is the first Doctor okay. uh, story with Michael Goff. Gotcha. As the, who's just great in everything. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, has he been knighted yet? He should be. Um, and uh, I think uh, that... Um, yeah, because I, I keep hearing about, I mean, I'm glad that they're doing Second Doctor because I'm a big fan of his. Um, but, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, because there's still a lot about a, a handful of uh, First Doctor stories that need to be finished, too, I think. We don't want yeah. to forget about those. Well, everyone's hoping for Marco Polo, too. But I was going to say, that's the one I hear everybody keep talking about. And yet no one mentioned that, you know, that, one, that one hasn't come up yet, so. Yeah, Marco Polo was rumored when uh, we got Enemy of the World and the Web of Fear. There was a big rumor that that was also Marco Polo was going to be unearthed, but of course that never materialized. Yeah, that's always tough because you know there's some there's certain ones that everyone has their favorites which they want. Highlander is one of mine because I remember reading the book, the Target book of that, and you know well, that's, that's the introduction of Jamie, right? Exactly. So I mean that's yeah. an important one to to have out there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we'll have to see. I know after this now we have Galaxy Five coming. And that's a first doctor story. So, so we have that to look forward to also. Actually, I just got an email just the other day saying December 15th, it's coming from Amazon. So nice. Real close. Is that the North American one or the British one? North American. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, in North America, we only get DVDs, not the Blu-rays like the UK (laughs) does. 
It's so stupid. Yeah, I was holding out. I was holding out for the Blu-ray of the Evil of the Daleks until I realized it wasn't coming to North America. Nope. And so, yeah. Nope. Exactly. So we're we're get we're getting what we can get thrown at us, and you know, I'll take a DVD yeah. of it still. Yeah, I I bet, my, I bet they do. The Blu-rays will be the seasons. Oh, to do the yeah. full seasons uh, of them. Yeah. That, that totally uh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I bet you're right. Because then the Americans have to buy everything twice. Right. <laughs> of course, and we have so much will. money that we're just like <laughs> we throwing so much, right we off. We have you so know? much more disposable income. <laughs> I think so. so definitely, definitely. I think I'm looking forward to seeing it. Has there been any rumor what the next season that's going to be released is going to be yet? Well, they're doing the season 17, which is city of the city of death season. Oh, nice. That's next. And then from what I understand, the 20th is done. It's been done, but they're waiting till the anniversary and they're still working on a couple things with effects and things. So I think you're going to see uh, season 20 and I think you're going to see 17. Um, nice. But I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're going to wait on McCoy season and Sylvester season. I think you're going to probably another perch week. And maybe another baker in there too, besides. Right, seventeen. Yeah. Right. Well, that makes sense. That totally there's a lot of extra. There's a lot of extras they can do just with Destiny of the Daleks and um, City of Death. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But those are great stories. And Nymon. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. And Creature from the Pit. There's a, there's some interesting stuff in those. No. Oh yeah. It'll be very interesting to see what happens there. I be I probably would get the twentieth anniversary um, because there's some there are some great stories. I think that's my favorite season of Peter Davison. So yeah, so I think that would be great because then you, now on top of the five Doctors, you'd also get you know Arc of Infinity and you know Montred on Dead and you know so many other Terminus and you know it's just some great great stuff. Black Orchid. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. I oh, know. Yes. No, Black Orchid's not the 20th. No, it's King's Demon. Yeah, King's Demon. I always get, except for The Awakening, I always get those two messed up. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, you know, we get to see Turlo in high dev. It's awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. So, I think we're ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, we definitely would love to hear from you guys. Anything you guys are looking forward to or heard about, please write us feedback at earthstationwho.com. Let's take a quick break, and we are going to be back in a moment, and we are going to look at the Village of the Angels. Tonight's show is a little different. Tonight's show is about a man who's not really a man. He's a doctor, but he's not really a doctor. Like Dr. Phil, but awesome. Most people in the United States of America have not heard of him. He's just like me in that regard. Who is he? He's the doctor. For the past 12 seasons, Mike and Mike have been bringing you a weekly look at all things geek. With reviews, discussions, interviews, and topicals from across the Geekosphere. Now, with Geek Life slowly returning to normal in 2021, join the Earth Station One crew as we look at the return of the summer movie season, preview the fall TV lineup, look at all the big conventions now happening, along with other geek topics. You can listen to Earth Station One wherever fine podcasts are found. And as always, Earth Station One is a founding member of the ESO Network. 
State your name, please. Claire Brown. We're missing a little girl. Ten years old. It's happening again. Was that scarecrow there a minute ago? Everyone in the village disappears on the 28th of November, 1967. Tonight. Gerald, what's going on? Gerald, Welcome back. Now we're going to Village of the Angels, part four of Doctor Who Flux, and we are in for a ride here, folks. Right from the very start, this one was pretty amazing. Angels are already creepy. This, you have a whole city of them, and it is just amazing where they went with it and, you know, playing with time travel, playing with... You know, the angels quantum locking, and it's just, it's awesome. It was just a ton of fun. But we have this, of course, it was written by Chris Chibnall and Maxine Alberton. Alderton, sorry. Alderton. Alderton, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Maxine Alderton. And I feel like this was mostly written by Maxine because Chris, I don't think, could make it this scary. <laughs> 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 no offense, Chris, but uh, this was an amazing. Um, storyline. I liked how they did it. I liked how they paced it. And you got introduced to some pretty amazing new characters also. And we'll talk all about it. Um, let's start. Initial thoughts on this. I'm throwing it out to everybody. What do you guys think? Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. Compared to how it, it was, was last week? <laughs> yeah. Well, last week was kind of middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Hated parts of it, liked parts of it. This one, I was just on the edge of my seat all the way through. Mm-hmm. I loved hearing Judy scream hat three times during it. Like, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was just awesome. I mean, it was just, it was, again, a lot of interlocking storylines, but they were all pretty interesting. I liked Professor Jericho and, and Claire, what was going on there. Oh, I love Professor Jericho. Um, I can I will see s- so much with this guy. Oh, yeah, he was great. And I mean, they did kind of shunt the companions to the side <laughs> again. Again, yeah. But uh, but it was. But I mean, it's still. It, it was it was interesting in the sense of um, you know how they interacted with the little girl and the way and and the line between the two timelines. I thought that was pretty interesting and well done how they did it. I thought so too. Anyone else? Yeah, I thought it was. Oh, go. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I thought it was the best episode of Flux so far by quite a quite quite a sizable margin. Um, it it grounded this crazy series to uh, kind of focus for at least most of the story when they weren't doing the you know refugee on the damaged planet, which I think that was the general stuff in it. But the rest of it was pretty grounded and pretty focused, and they were able to add to the story of the division in a way that actually made sense, much more sense than last week. So I feel like I'm okay. I know what's going on now. This this episode really brought in a much more clear focus than the other episode did. I thought. Nope, I totally see that, and you're right. It did, and Jody knocked it out of the ballpark once again. Oh yeah, she was amazing in this She's one. Sail good. Yep, Rob, you were about to say. Well, I think this one, like this Antarctic one, feels more kind of what we're used to in terms of narrative. Um, I love the fact that the weeping angels are scary again, um, because I feel like after you, after the Statue of Liberty debacle that I'm owed that. And um, 
they actually were really scary. I mean, it's kind of like, okay, why weren't, why didn't you ramp this up like this before? But I get it. They're evolving. Um, I just thought that it was nice that they explained a little more with them. We got a little more backstory to the Weeping Angels, and we got a lot of just general elements of horror, things with, like, even the lighting. Um, and I think that, you know, shooting at night is so different for this show right now. Um, so I love that. And, um, you know, I want uh, – I know we're going to get two more episodes of uh, – Professor Jericho, but I would, I would, lo- I want him in Torchwood, nineteen sixty-seven. Oh God, that would be, that would well, be ma- awesome. Well, maybe nineteen oh one now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, if we haven't told anyone, spoilers. Oh, <laughs> I just, you know, I just think he's great. I loved him in Twin Dilemma. I loved him in Turn. I love him in everything he's been in. But you know, when I heard he was doing this kind of character, I'm like, how is this going to connect? And it totally. Worked. It was nice to see an incidental character that's like, I'm, I, I got this. Don't worry. You know, he's not all willowing and just incompetent. It's like this is actually like somebody acting like a scientist. And I thought Claire was really good um, compared to how little we've gotten of her and what we know. You know, we jumped in when when she did the thing with the birthday and the machine. That was awesome. You know, there was these little moments of suspense that I thought were just really, really good. Um, I, I just, I, I think. Mike might have touched upon this before, um, but I, I'm wondering why Yaz is like around because I don't I, I don't really see Yaz getting a lot to do. Um, I wish Dan had more to do in this episode too, but it is kind of nice to pull back because we've had a lot of Dan in the last couple of weeks. So uh, my fear is that the extra characters again are taking away from the companions. That's kind of annoying. Um, and I just, you know, I'm just kind of waiting for them to put the accelerator on Yaz a little bit because I don't think she's doing much. I don't think they're going to. That's the problem. I think she's going to fizzle out at the end of the season or in one of the specials. It's going to be, you know, we yes. were hope- we were hoping for so much more with her, especially, you know, with Ryan and Graham leaving. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I might be weird in, in thinking this, but we're, we are jumping into spoilers. Um, I think Passenger or the Passengers are all TARDISes. Huh. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Or some technology related to that, because you can get all those people in a confined space. Space. Well, yeah. And it, oh, it was that. Yeah. It was interesting, though, because that uh bell knew that what a passenger was and you know and that she and, and vendor knew what a tardis was exactly so. so there has to be some tie into gallifrey somewhere with them yeah so. <laughs> i know uh and you know that's a, we creep closer and closer to that thing that we don't want to happen right um, <laughs> the thing that shall not be named exactly um uh, hey, like everybody else, I liked the episode as well. Um, I thought it was really good. I love just the title alone. Um, and it, you know, it speaks to that classic, you know, hammer horror of the fifties and sixties village of the damned and whatnot. Like there's something about an English village that's just com- kind of creepy, you know? Um, and, uh, and this lives up to that with the angels. Um, and like Rob said, and I felt the same way. It's like, you know, it, the angels are one of those one of those creatures, maybe like all monsters, really, or all foes that are used best used sparingly, right? Um, and and unless you have a really good idea for how they can be creepy, 
we gave Chibnall a lot of credit for making the Centaurans like more threatening a few episodes ago. And I think they did the same thing here with the angels. Um, I thought uh, opening up the, the sort of new things that they could do about, you know, being in the mind and all of that kind of stuff. And I thought that was having a one that was rebellious, although I don't know if that was just a, a trick um, and uh, and having them all work for the division was interesting. But to me, the, the 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 crowning moment of the episode to me like the really creepy thing that i think they did so well was watching the doctor change into an angel i was like the special effects on that really worked for me and it just like creeped me out in a way that i didn't think that the at the angels or even doctor who was capable of doing that kind of uh uncomfortable scare if if you will you know um, and and with the doctor being locked up at least for a little while, maybe you know in the next episode that's going to give Yaz and Dan a little bit more, especially Yaz, a little bit more. Uh, I think in the first episode she had great agency, not so much in the second or third. In this one, she's not bad. I mean, she's she's kind of leading Dan around, so hopefully she'll get her moments. Like, I mean, we've only got two episodes left, so mm-hmm. well. I could see where her experience as a police officer was coming into when she was, you know, interviewing and talking to the grandparents. Yes. Of, and mm-hmm. so it was, it was real interesting with that. And I thought that they was, a, it. yeah, but then it went, you it know, didn't go anywhere. Yeah. No, right. Exactly. <laughs> Once again. And that's, it's weird because Chibnall, does not know how to write for the companions, unless it was Graham, you know, but Graham was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. I mean, it, it's too bad because um, the actress is, is when, when you give her something to do, she's great. <laughs> she was really good in the first episode mm-hmm. of the season. And oh, in yeah. the, and in the last episode when she wasn't playing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When she was doing an interview, I mean, just, you know, give her something to do. She's good. <laughs> she, she's great at exposition so far. This season, but yeah. Um, oh yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know if I love her turning into an angel yet. I'm going to have to watch it again. I just, I'm just kind of, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, well, why couldn't they do this before? <laughs> yeah. And I, guess they, I guess they never had reason to. And that could be a thing the division gave them, you know? Um, right. There's a lot we don't know. So I don't want to judge necessarily my dislike on that yet because it, but it was just kind of like, oh, come on. They can't just like, capture you know um when was the last time we saw the angels before this was it the last matt smith story the christmas one uh, well we saw we saw the one in space jail with with jody right uh but before that uh i think it was matt smith's um last storyline with the christmas yeah. town thing whatever I, yeah i couldn't tell if Yes, at one point she seemed familiar with them, but then uh, then at another point she had to have things explained to her. So I couldn't, I didn't get the sense that she had run across them yet. Although it's perfectly logical or you know, that she sh- that she would at some point because I'm sure she had adventures with the doctor that we haven't seen. So right, the only time she saw an angel because the doctor had to explain to her last week, you know, you know. When the one of the flashbacks, that's an angel. Don't blink, stare, right. you know, and everything while they were in the police car, and you know, and it was just it was interesting because so no, I think that's the only time she's seen an angel. I don't know before that. 
By the way, yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm with Dan. Uh, my eyes, I don't think, would be last. I, if I saw an angel, I don't think I'd last very long. Because if it was just no. me, like I'd be like, I, I can't keep my eyes open that long. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love his, are you kidding me? Really? You know, I, I love that. You know, we so, we so kind of needed that. You know, it's like, come on. Really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. He, um, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the every man. As that we I, I, I kind of wonder if that little throwaway of having the angel, you know, in prison with the doctor is tied in with this, you know, why is there a weeping angel locked up by the Jadoon? You know, does that establish the fact that there's renegade weeping angel? I mean, that's going to be a kind of curious thing to see if that's connected with all these little Easter eggs he's planting. Um, that's the other thing I was thinking of too. I mean, are they, they're not. I mean, I'm like, surely he's not saying that all of the weeping angels we've ever seen are been working for the division. I mean, is that where he's going, or is this just a a group of them, or is it like I don't know? I can't. Who knows? I mean, I, I think I think I think, it would, I think the logic would start to fall apart if we're meant to believe that they've always been working for the division. Yeah, I didn't I, maybe, get that feeling. Yeah. I got it that it was just these particular angels. Well, okay. for that the also division. might explain why the angels were trying to go after the TARDIS, though, in yeah. Blink. So, yeah, just just it's, saying. Yeah. Oh, I like the yeah the. This is the West Coast Angels. You know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. These could be Charlie's Angels. No. Uh, uh, All right. Chibnall's Angels. The Chibnall's Angels. <laughs> Someone's already, somebody's making that shirt right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think to their credit, too, I mean, you know, look, it, you know, it, it just so happened. I think they use Jody's look, and I think that's what worked really. Like, if, if, if they had had that ability or whatever, if they'd done this before with some another doctor turning into an angel, it might have looked cool. But the fact that she's got that jacket and everything, I just and and I just think it was a perfect like uh, merging of her uh, and an angel. Like I, I'm curious to see where that goes. I imagine it's just a stasis for her. Really, it's just basically stasis to that's take, her, what I take her to where yeah. she's going. Right? That's exactly what I was thinking. That they're going to transport her now to the yeah. you know division. They're just yeah, mm-hmm. they're just going to get a dolly and sort of like you know lift her up and wheel her, <laughs> wheel her around. <laughs> I don't know how heavy an angel is, but. But we'll see her only in her scene. She won't nobody will be looking at her, so she can move. That's that's what they'll have to read. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it I liked it though that, you know, they explained, you know, more about the angels and about you know, going that you can't be touched twice or you'll be destroyed. That was uh, Well, I don't know if that was a is was that is that like a set thing or is that just like a just a thing for this story? But, well, I think they wanted to get rid of Gerald. Gerald was being an ass, and I think they just wanted to get rid of that. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't think it's been brought up before. Yeah, I don't think we'd ever, yeah, we never really experienced anybody. Well, that's one thing I was thinking, too, is there, because I, I kind of remember, and I don't know if this was just the case of Rory and Amy, but there was something like, if if you've been sent back by an angel, it's not like the doctor can go pick you up and everything's good, right? Like that's, it, that's BS, though, because the doctor and Martha got sent back to 1967 and in Blink, and they were able to get back. So, you know, yeah. you know, got there's loops in it. 
I'm sure there's loops. Yeah. The doctor just didn't want to rescue any of the other people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, they're, they're locked in time. I, I can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah, I can't get to Amy and Rory. Let them live. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was also it was also something about Manhattan, something about New York. That that was the reason why he couldn't go back and get them too. He could have taken that, the train from Jersey. Me. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> or, or the ferry. Yeah, just take a ferry and meet him in Jersey. Oh, there doesn't, there yeah, doesn't yeah. seem to be. I don't know if it's up to the individual angel, like how far back you go, or what that depends on. I mean, obviously, it's just whatever the story demands. But um, you know, I mean, we've seen a few people get sent back now, and it just it varies as to how far back they go whether they all end up in the same place or in the same time, you know. Well, in this case, they were going from 67 back to 1901. And it's possible they didn't have a older time to send them further back to behind 1901. So in that case, oh, well, they'll just be dissolved. Well, they were also sending them specifically to a village that the, the angels, I guess, according to the doctor, had, had displaced from time, right? In mm, time and space. Yes. Yes. And that was weird because the village was collapsing into itself, too. Yeah, the village is basically the death zone on Gallifrey. Yeah. Mm. But the village was, if you notice, because even Peggy was like, wait, the sign was a lot further out before. Or, you know. Yeah, it was imploding. It was imploding on itself. And so that's a whole other thing, too. So that'll be very curious to see how they resolve that. But I did like it. And I liked, you know, I liked, God, I liked the character of Professor Jericho. He was. Oh, I loved him. He was great. He was awesome. And it was, it was neat to actually see an actor who's been in many, many, many things. But I think this one fit really well. You know how sometimes we say this person should be a companion to the doctor, but, you know, they aren't. This is one of them. I could even see a spinoff or something like that. I just want him to be, even if he's just a well-written recurring character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. You know, um, or even do like fake PSAs with him, you know, where he says, hey, this is Dr. Jericho. It's your psychic science, science tip of the week or something. You know, just some absurdly stupid thing that they just throw up on YouTube, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I just thought he was great. The whole the whole way that he's just like I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not scared, you know. And the he kind of does whatever the doctor does without questioning, and mm-hmm. it's it's very it's a very sort of fleshed out character. Now, what I'm curious about is how different is he from page to screen? How much of that is McNally saying, "Okay, I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna do with this." Or is it completely written and it's verbatim? That's what I'm curious about with a lot of these characters. Because I think he really um, shoot up scenery in that whole story. He's great. Um, so. no, I, I, I agree that I like, uh, I like Kevin McNally in anything. He always stands out to me. So obviously I think, Rob, there's a, there is a level that, that he brings to it no matter what's on the page. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I liked him, but I must admit, I mean, I'm not, I'm not as, I wasn't in love with him as you guys are. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't hate him. I wouldn't, I don't care if he's, you know, if he comes around or whatever, I, I think he was all right. I mean, I, I like the actor more than I like the character, I guess. Yeah, um, I believe, um yeah. but, uh, but I, 
Um, but I also will, you know, sort of lean into that a bit and say, like, I like Claire. I mean, we still are learning about, about her. To, I was about yeah. to bring her and, up. Claire is a good character. You know, there's someone who I definitely think, you know, we could open the door to be a, a future companion. I mean, all things, you know, considered. But um, I, I do I'm really curious about what what her role is going forward. Yeah. And I think, too, the other interesting thing. You know, when you talk about the professor is, you know, it's been so long since we've had an outside character written and developed and evolved during the course of one story. And I think that's part of it, too, is it's almost like, oh, my gosh, what's this? We're getting, you know, we're so surprised. <laughs> I know it used to happen on a <laughs> weekly basis. Uh... <laughs> and, <laughs> because there's like a two year gap between when we saw her and she was first sent back to the, the 1967, when we see her in this episode, because she had, she said she had been there since 65. So she's had two years in between. Right. Exactly. And you know, the whole thing, the angel stalking her and the whole thing with that. And we haven't still seen her first meeting with the doctor and yes, Either. I, I'm, I'm kind of not sure what the timeline is on that because she seems to remember that she saw the doctor in the future, but yet she, I, I don't know. I don't know. It seemed like not complete there, but, um, uh, but so yeah, I'm really curious as to where we go with her. Um, now she wasn't right sent back. No, with she, was everybody else? she was standing with the angels still. Right. Yeah, so, she was with the angels because she ah. was. She was oh, negotiating she's, yeah, she's got the she's angel, the angel in, in her mind. She's got the angel in her still. She's got the angel in her. She's got yeah. the angel in her. <laughs> I, um, I also want to point out, too, that, uh, you know, I, I like, I still like the uh, Bell and Vinder storyline. I, I like, I'm worried about where it's going, but I like the actors that are playing those parts. I like the characters enough. I, I'm. I'm rooting for those darn kids to get together and reunite. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's kind of nice to have this sort of like, like, like running love story here in Doctor Who. That's very unusual. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of rooting for this to happen. Um, of course, I don't, you know, I said this last week and I'll say it again. You know, whatever the rumors are, whatever. I don't want them to be the doctor's parents. Um, yes, sir. Amen. You know, there'll be a sigh of relief <laughs> if, you know, she gives birth or whatever and it's somebody else. Uh, I, I find it difficult to believe that it won't just be anybody. Like, I think that, that maybe she's, you know, they're the parents of somebody. We will name if, him Graham. but um but i'm really curious as to where their story goes and um and and everything like that i i i'm I'm digging that so i anytime that they're on the screen it it works for me because i'm 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 rooting for them at the same time i don't want barbara flynn's character to be his mother either no no um yeah no 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 that's it's it's interesting too and you know the seeing the character you know we didn't see swarm at all but we saw azure right and evil as always and azure on the mountain exactly (laughs) oh yeah saving the saving the refugees yeah step into my uh saving step into my passenger yes yeah 
Exactly. And it's like, I've got ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, little boy, would you like some candy? (laughs) Exactly. She's she's like the, 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 the ice cream truck rolling up. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Do we think we're going to see more of the, uh, the guy that vendor, or, uh, vendor ran in, not vendor, um, Bell. The the guy Bell ran into. Oh, Yeah. yeah. I, I wrote his name down on one of my notes. It's weird. Namaka Ost Parvis Poe. At least that's what the yeah. captioning said on screen. That's, that's a mouthful. Yeah. The, the guy she left on the planet? The yeah. no vendor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I think he was there for this episode for exposition to move the story along. He was not the most interesting character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm wondering. That's why I'm wondering because, you know. Damn, damn you, Moffat. Now you've got like ever, ever since his run, people, ever, nobody is random. Nobody is just a short. Like, do you no. think he means something? Do you think he's going to come up later? Um, you know he's going to yeah. pull off a mask and it's going to be the master. <laughs> no, the letters maybe, don't maybe spell that's, Maybe that's who Bell's going to give birth to. <laughs> don't laugh, dude. I was thinking that. <laughs> Oh, well, I don't. Ugh. I don't know. We will name him Master. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the fact that they are aware of things like the TARDIS and Gallifreyans and stuff like that means that I don't think you know we're not seeing. They're not going to be responsible for the birth of Gallifrey. No. Um, no. So I, I don't. I don't think that's on the table. I also don't think the timeline works either. If they are, you know, if he is trying to write them as the doctor's parents, I think that theory is, is, I mean, he's thrown a lot of like eggs that way, but I think they're just like false leads. Red herrings. Yeah, I think so. Well, he's known for throwing a lot of things at the wall to see if they stick, (laughs) which is really frustrating with, with, with Chibnall. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I, I'm, you know, I'm curious to see where these kids go. I mean, they got they got some good time here. I'm glad we didn't just like you know wait for next week for for them because uh, there was some storylines that we haven't gone into this week. So, mm-hmm. and, I, and I have to say, it was cool to get a mid credit scene in Doctor Who. Oh yeah, uh, I was thinking about that. I was like, has this ever happened yep. before? And the only time I can remember that it happened pre prior to this was for the reveal of the War Doctor, right? Um. So. Yeah. That, was a, that was a post credit. Right? It was a post credit because they were inside the doc, yeah. doctor's being. It was the it was Doctor Eleven and yeah, it was. And that's uh, when we the first time we saw John Hurt and we were like yeah. what? And yeah, his name was in the credits because yeah, you saw well, you saw so all the other doctors, well, actors playing the doctors, running back <laughs> and forth and everything, and then you hear someone talk, and it was it turned out to be the war, and he's like, "You're not supposed to be here," you know, and blah blah blah, <laughs> introducing John Hurt as the doctor, and it right. was just like, and we're like, and the internet broke again. Exactly. Oh yes, it did. <laughs> it did. Uh, so, uh, but I, I think that's the last time I can recall them having a, a mid credit scene or a after credit scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Man, Marvel has really changed the game, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks, I mean, we, Marvel. We, you know, you, you don't, you know, you, uh, we were just talking about Honor Station One. We were, you know, this is not a spoiler. Just don't, don't leave if you have seen, uh, if you're going to see Ghostbusters Afterlife, don't leave. Stay for the whole credits because yeah. you will be rewarded. Oh, very Good. much so. Twice, so yeah, oh, yeah. in almost every movie now it's like that, or at least yeah. major, you know, 
Black yeah, Thought, major property films. It's funny because, you know, when I was in college, when I took uh, film literature, um, my professor always said, always stay to throughout the credits to see the fine people who made this movie. And, you know, because they work yeah. hard on this. And That's what I do. Exactly. And I do, I've do. i been doing that ever since. And Marvel has been rewarding me for that. So thank you. <laughs> That's how I found well, out I also, Paul Rudd needed two uh, hairdressers. Yes. Um, <laughs> for, the, for Ghostbusters. Because of all that hair. <laughs> all that sexy hair, Paul Rudd. Dude, you're jealous of Paul Rudd. I get it. You know? I am. I'm jealous of his, of his sexy hair. It's the prel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Well, maybe... Or the Breck, one of the two. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you think uh, Claire will continue further on, or is she done with this story? Oh, so I there's think more she's to tell. Continue. Yeah, yeah. there's more yeah, to yeah, tell. We, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know yet how she knew the the doctor yet. So we got to find that out. Yeah. 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 Unless when she says, "I met you before." Um, so she, is she referring to she got back to the yeah, present know. and she met her in the 60s? Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. Yeah. <laughs> you never know with this and everything. Um, did anyone stay for the coming up next trailer? Yeah. No. Yeah. Because uh, we got to see that we're getting the return of Kate Stewart. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yes. I, re- I remember hearing before lockdown. The unit was coming back. So. And I knew that her shooting schedule for Grantchester had to be adjusted for another project. So once I heard that, I'm like, yeah, she's coming back. But I, I, I think it might just be her and not necessarily unit. Right. I'm wondering. So we won't well, see it or anything. Yeah. Like, is she inside the passenger and like leading, you know, everybody out or, you know, what's going on? Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, that would mean that. Probably something in the next episode takes place in current time. So, I mean, do they do they and do they all end up in an island that looks like Hawaii? And uh, and there's a smoke you know. monster. <laughs> <laughs> now, is Lost set inside a passenger? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, don't go there. Do not. Go there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it was interesting this episode restored my faith in where the storyline is going after last week. But it also restored my faith in the weeping angels because they kind of became a little bit of a joke. Like in the episode, um, angels take Manhattan. (laughs) And, you know, I, I got a little, you know, fed up with them after that. So this one restored them to the level I felt with them after blink. So I thought it was, pretty awesome with yeah, that. I mean, they were properly yeah. creepy here. Yeah. Yes. I I pretty much figured episode, uh, chapter three was going to be like a pivot episode and make no sense, but later it would be more important. I kind of just looked at it as this is the swing one. We're going to yep. get stuff before it and after it that are pretty good, but they got to do something. They're going to have to do one episode of just junk where they just throw junk at us, the kind of filler. Um so I'm really glad it rebounded. I'm like you. I'm really glad it rebounded because I really, yeah. you know, um, the Santarin episode was strong and this episode was strong. And I think having at least two episodes that um, you find more to like than you find to dislike about, I think is really great. No, exactly. So, you know, we're not rating these right now. So 
you know, we're going to wait to, like we keep on saying, we're going to wait to the end of the season. And when we do our live show, we're going to just, you know, we'll go out and talk to you guys and get your, you know, ratings four out of five for the whole season, you know. How many TARDISes yes. you're going to give and everything. But for right now, you know, just a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So I'm giving total thumbs up for this one. Um, this this is one of the best cliffhangers I've seen this season so far. Yeah, I love the ending with that. that and I'm curious as to where it goes. Uh, so, you know, mission accomplished. I, I want more. So <laughs> good job, guys. Good job, yeah. Chris. Uh, uh, I want more. You're, you're doing everything okay so far. I know you didn't. I know you didn't write this, but you're doing a good job. <laughs> well, we don't know. Thank, you, thank we don't, you for not writing this. Yeah, we don't know like how much he did and didn't, but uh, you think, know. Yeah, I mean, Matt, his name's still you? on the. Uh, he's still the main man behind it. So, Matt, what about you? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, thumbs way up. I think uh, this was, uh, as I said before, the best episode, and I and I'm grateful. The one thing I was reticent about was I thought we were heading more towards the timeless child parents but uh mike gordon pointing out that they knew a lot about time lord technology has great has has helped ease that fear so <laughs> so um uh, yes yeah, so it's a big thumbs up i i like where it's going and i like um and, and this episode was definitely a return to creepy uh the creepy angels and uh yeah i enjoyed every bit of it mary what about you oh this is definitely thumbs up and it's my sister and i were standing around just talking about this season of doctor who the other day and we just looked at each other and we were like oh my god it is so nice to be able to talk about doctor who again i mean and not in a way that's disparaging (laughs) or cursing chimnal but because it's fun it's fun again to speculate about it and try to figure out what's going on and and this episode just made it even better so yeah two thumbs up that's awesome all right rob uh, thumbs up. It did everything that if you look at it as television, it's supposed to do in terms of like start, put the pacing, lighting, sound. I mean, I know we talk a lot about acting stuff, but the sound on this was incredible. Um, which I know sounds really weird to be talking about, but just it's the first episode of the, uh, in a while where like you've heard a sound in it and it really matters. Like the, the weeping angels are scary off camera which I think is really, really a new dimension to it. You know, you, you hear the door slamming and things, you know, and it's playing on primal, you know, theater of the imagination. So I loved that about it. And, you know, it, it clicked everything. It, it's, it's got a script that flows and has good pacing. It's got great acting. Jody, I think, Mike, you said she knocks it out of the park. She's terrific. Mm-hmm. Um I think that, you know, I wish we would have gotten this Jody earlier. I think finally she's sort of like, I'm doing this back off, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and, you know, I, I like, I like this version and I liked, you know, the fact that even Claire wasn't who she thought, who we thought she wasn't going to be. And the surprises worked. It was like the reveals that worked were not like, how did we say this half ass, like Chibnall kind of has done in the past. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's a, it's a solid thumbs up. Okay. Mikey. Oh yeah. Uh, thumbs up for me. Um, like everybody else is saying, it's just, uh, you know, it's moving the story along and I want more and I'm curious to see where it's going. 
And yeah, uh, Jody is just continuing. I mean, that the whole sequence where she introduces herself to uh, Jericho and, and everything was just a delight. She's just owning the character like she has never owned it before. And I think part of that is the writing and, uh, you know, and a large part of that is the way, you know, Chibnall stepped up and, uh, um, you know, it's, it makes it even more bittersweet that she's leaving. Agreed. Agreed with it. And the yeah. bit with the psychic paper was a perfect pitch of comedy. In the <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Oh, you're from the Psychic Institute. Oh, I am? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll go with that. We'll go with it. I love it. That was awesome. We definitely would love to hear from you guys at home. What did you guys think? You know, did you enjoy it? Did you, you know, dislike it? Did you jump out of your skin? Yeah, we want to know. Feedback at earthstationwho.com. Definitely would love to hear from you guys. Of course, we will be back again next week. And next week, we are going with the next episode of Doctor Who. God, I can't believe this is already... We're good, Two more weeks, we're done with the season. <sighs> Just feel like it started, folks. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right, we're doing Survivors of the Flux. That's going to be next week's. I um, want to thank everyone for joining us. Rob, thank you, my friend. No, thank you very much. This was fun. How can people find you? So I'm on uh, all the socials, as the kids say, except the... Um, you don't do the TikTok? Know, the TikTok? I don't do the TikTok. Not yet. I'll figure <laughs> that out. But uh, <laughs> at least through the end of the year, I'm, I'm doing. I'm still doing the weekly blogs for Anglotopia.net and uh, doing some stuff for NeedCoffee.com and uh, social media. And then uh, you can listen to me on the radio Wednesdays on KDHX in St. Louis. It streams online. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. And, of course, Mr. Matt Swetman. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. I had a blast tonight. Thank you for inviting me on. Oh, dude, not a problem. Looking forward to seeing you at our next concert we go to. <laughs> oh, yes. We, we go to the same concerts. We have a scary same taste in music. It's, it's really scary. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And let's thank our regulars, of course, Mary Ogle. Oh, thank you so much. This was a fantastic episode. I'm enjoying this season so much, and it's great to have you guys to talk to about it. Anything you want to promote? You can find me at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVision Arts. Definitely. You know, try not, why not get some original art from the lovely Mary Ogle for Black Friday or Cyber Monday or Small Business Saturday or, or, or you know, just get her, just get her stuff on. <laughs> It's, it's it, Etsy, it, everything's 20% off on my Etsy store now, right now. So now's the time. Exactly. And Mr. Mike, we made it through another one, my friend. We did. And as always, it's my pleasure. Thank you guys so much for being here. We will see you again next week. Remember, feedback at Earth Station Who if you have any comments. Until then, we're done. Peace and hug your loved ones. And I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving because this is coming out on Friday. So spend, 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 you know. So there you go. Bye. Peace. And we're done. And don't blink. You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes.
This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.